0: The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station.
1: Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach who has a passion for helping women who need a second wind.
0: It's so empowering for women to hear about other women and their accomplishments.
1: If you're going through any of life's transitions, this program is for you. Joyce is president and founder of Joy After Divorce, a one-on-one coaching practice that helps women rebuild and redesign their lives after divorce. As a certified coach, she's had extensive training, including mentoring and training by Jack Canfield of the Chicken Soup book series. Joyce is also a member of Leadership Texas. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you learn how to get your second wind. Now here's our host and coach, Joyce Buford.
0: Good morning. It is wonderful to be back with you. I just finished going to a workshop, and I'm all fired up about life and and excited about our guest today. So I am really pleased to be here with you. You know, Second Wind is really focused at... All the changes that we go through as women. We manage so many different companies from the house to the business to the children to so many things in our lives. And then all of a sudden something happens in our life and it it affects one thing and then the other thing. And we have to snap into a different gear. And so that's what the program is about, how we do that. Um And one of the things that I think that we all need to be reminded of is one of the things that causes us problems, but we seem to accept it like we're born with it. And that is about cleaning up messes and incompletes in our life. Now, there is a quote by Lawrence J. Peters, who is an American educator and author, and he says, if a cluttered desk is the sign of a cluttered mind, what is the significance of a clean desk? I don't know if you've experienced this, but when I walk into an office that has nothing on the desk, has very few things on the counter, And I say office, but, ladies, if you don't go into the office, then think about the kitchen, somebody's kitchen. When you walk in there and the counters are clean, what is the feeling you get? It's very interesting. I have more of an acceptance, an easiness, um, an openness when I'm in that type of environment. But I will share this with you. I am not, I do not have the tendency to put myself in that environment. I am still working on clutter. And so we are going to have a guest today that's going to talk to us and put us into the gear. But first, I want to talk about the importance of doing, of working on clutter. You know, there's a cycle of completion and it's called decide you want to do it plan how you're going to do it get started and then continue until you finish the importance of that those are the steps that you have to go through when working on a project why do people why do people need to even complete a project well It all has to do with how clear we are and what our emotional blocks are. For example, lots of us have requests, projects, tasks, other things on our desks, and we will allow that paper to get higher and higher and higher. Many times hiding the reason that that paper keeps getting higher is because we're trying to put off a decision. Perhaps it's a, a letter requesting funds, and we will keep moving that piece of paper around that desk for weeks before we will say, no, I'm really not interested in giving to your cause because I have other causes that I'd like to do. And many times that's wrapped around, I don't want them to think I'm not a generous person, I don't like them, I don't think their project is important. All of this are things that cause us to create those piles. It's incomplete that simply keep us stopped. And therefore, it keeps us working in environments that don't really feed our spirits. In other words, we're not free enough to make decisions because we have to look over the pile. We're constantly reminded that we have a habit that we're not working on or that we tend to have trouble making decisions. I face this, too. We all have this. We did not come into this world with a big uh, C on our forehead that said clutter person. And so I want you to realize it is a habit, it is a transition, and it is something we need to address. You either do it, delegate it, delay it, or dump it and make space for something new in your life. I found many times in households we will find closets that are overrun with clothes, some with tags still on them. And during my time in my life when I was experiencing a lot of sadness during my many sad years in my divorce in my marriage When I was trying to work my way through that painful decision, I found myself collecting clothes, other things that really I didn't need, but it gave me some sort of relief to go buy those things. Unused toys. We love to go buy toys. Way too many toys that our children never seem to quite get there. Or they can be adult toys. Many more adult toys than we need or even use. Do we really need all that stuff? I'm not too sure, for sure. Many times we find, even in our life, um, when we find a relationship is coming to an end, or it has ended, women particularly will hold on to that past relationship in some way. Maybe it was a relationship that ended badly. So what we will do is hold on to the anger. We will we will want that other person to pay the price. And so we will hold on that, to that anger as though it gives us the reason to say, he left, I left, whatever it was. But I I really want you to realize by hanging on to that clutter, mind clutter, you hang on to the pain, and therefore you cannot release and move on in your life. I've even had this experience in listening to a friend who's been, in her mind, um, another friend didn't exactly treat her fairly. We've got to realize and release constantly. So I'm going to challenge you. Make a list of the 25 things that you need to do in your life that needs to get off of that list that's keeping you stuck, that's not being productive. From that 25, I want you to choose four. And I want you to make sure that those four can either be mental or physical, but there are four that you're going to address At minimum, don't go less than three, (laughs) and every three months for sure. So, I have the most fabulous guest that's going to help us today in making a plan, because that's part of the C's. Mm -hmm. Lori has been in the financial industry for 15 years. Her name is Lori Gazette and her business is creative order and design. And I I love Lori because she helps me. <laughs> and she is such a professional. She has years as a businesswoman and once leaving leaving her corporate job went into created her own business. Of creative order and design in other people's lives. She's always loved being organized, even from a little girl. She says, "So you know, we often get those little uh, insights when we are little girls." So, Lori, welcome. Good morning, Joyce. <laughs> it's good to
2: see you this morning.
0: Yeah, thanks. I love having you here because we're going to we're going to share so much information today that. Uh, I know people are going to walk away with a lot that they can put into action. Well, I hope so. Yeah. Call. Yes, we want people. If they're going to want to call in, they certainly can. And I'm going to come up with that telephone number in a minute. But we're going to talk with you just for right now. Okay. Good deal. So tell me about how you decided, after you left years of corp- big corporations, why you decided to go into your own business. That's a good question. I had a very good
2: friend um, that I met when I lived in Minneapolis working in the corporate office of american express and uh she wanted to be a financial advisor when she i'm sorry she wanted to be a professional organizer and when she moved to san francisco her career changed from a dental hygienist to a professional organizer and she kept telling me you've got to do this you're so good at it you would be great at this and i thought no you know i can't step out in faith that all my needs will be met financially and benefit wise so i just Couldn't do it. And then finally I got fed up with corporate life and said, I've I've just had enough of this. I think I'm gonna try what my friend Vicky suggested. Yeah. And it just so happened at that time I got an email for a class up in Salt Lake City, Utah, offered by Clear and Simple. And the time worked out perfectly. The hotel, the flight, everything worked out perfectly. And I told my husband, I wanna do this. And
0: He supported it, so I did. And here we are, (laughs) almost eight years later. Great. Well, we're going to be back with you because we want to hear more about that transition. Okay. And why going to was such a positive thing for you. Okay, that sounds great. It fits you so well.
2: Good, thank you. Which is
0: very important to living the life that we really want to live. Good. So I thank you for being here. We'll be back in a few minutes. Okay.
1: return with more of Second Wind with Joyce Buford
3: after this short break Everyday Autism Miracles with Shannon Penrod Friday afternoons at 2, 1 central on toginet.com Life after an autism spectrum diagnosis doesn't have to be difficult It can be joyful, happy and filled with hope Join Shannon Penrod, author, speaker, coach and mom of a 6 year old recovering from autism for this inspirational hour of hope She's even authored a series of children's autism books with her son, Jim. For more information about the books, Shannon, and Everyday Autism Miracles, go to our website. Get ready to laugh along with this little parent stayed home with Ellie Loprit. Friday evenings at 6, 5 Central, GondogiNet.com. This is a truly realistic, no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is method that will have you laughing and crying, surviving while struggling, and hammering away at the hardships as you travel through the greatest journey of your life. Get empowered by joining thousands of other parents who have also decided to take a leap of faith into a double career with longer hours and half the pay simply because of the love they have for their children. Together, we are rebuilding a new economy that will support us rather than enslave us. Never again will we have to choose between raising our children and earning To provide for them, it won't be easy, but it will be worth it. For more on Allie and her success, check out her website, ourmilkmoney.com. So come get empowered with This Little Parent Stayed Home with Allie Loprik, Friday afternoons at 6, 5 Central on TargetNet.com.
1: Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
0: Welcome back. And we are here, and we're going to create dreams today. But first off, we have to go through our clutter so that we open up for those new dreams. So I have with me Lori Gazette, who is a professional creative at order and design. Am I saying that right? I sort of stumble over it every <laughs> time. Called a certified
2: professional organizer, and my business is Creative Order and Design. You're getting yes. it right.
0: Yeah. Okay. But I do want to, before we get into our conversation today, I want to give the number for those people that would like to call in and ask questions. <laughs> the number where you can reach us is eight seven seven eight six four four eight. Six nine, And I want you to know there is not a question out there that is not important. So don't you be thinking your question is not important. If you got it, it's important. And you're going to be helping somebody else by asking that question. All right? So those are the grounds of rules right here. So, Lori, Mm -hmm. tell me what why people call you (laughs) why do people call me give me all those
2: different reasons well could be several different reasons because Mm -hmm. we have three aspects of our business we do home staging we help seniors move and we do organizing organizing being our central focus Mm -hmm. so when they call me for organizing reasons it's generally because of stress Mm-hmm. Or someone else has asked them to call us. It puts some type of tough love ultimatum to them. Either oh, you call or I'm called. Yes, <laughs> or the partner. Some, sometimes a child, though. Sometimes oh, a child. child. The child, the adult children will step in as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So um, the stress is because they can't find anything, or mm-hmm. it's taking them too long to get ready in the morning, or uh, you know they're just. There's so much, and they're overwhelmed, and they just need someone to come help them. And the interesting thing is, Joyce, most of the people that I organized were organized at one time. So that's an interesting thing that I Mm -hmm. think we need to talk about, and it kind of goes along with what you talk about in um, Second Chances. Usually, there is some type of life circumstance that has happened that has caused them to get to a point of being stuck. And life the clutter of life, the emotions of life, overwhelm them, and they can't they can't stay on top of everything, and so those types of things might be a divorce, a separation, a new baby, emptiness syndrome, retirement coming upon them, um, a move, a job change, anything that's a significant life change that causes normal people stress can mm-hmm. cause the clutter we have emotional clutter it manifests itself in physical clutter
0: yeah yeah um, i you know i really think of you know the tv shows that have been created over the hoarders mm-hmm. and i don't know that we all rank in the hoarders we may all feel we rank in the hoarders <laughs> now that true. it's on on tv and we can see it but i think most people deal a lot with just too much Stuff.
2: Too much stuff, yes. Right. And I loved what you were saying earlier. When we when we bring in too much, at some point there is a principle in place. We call it an organizing principle. One in one out. You mm-hmm. can't keep bringing everything in and not releasing. You have mm-hmm. to release, whether that's through delegation, whether that's through dumping it in some way form or another. You have to let some of the stuff to go. We weren't intended to keep it
0: all. Now you say that, but who says we couldn't? I'm playing devil's advocate here. I just I want you that. to know that. Well, nobody says you can't,
2: but there's some physical principles that apply here and if you continue to keep it all your home will look like those on the tv shows of the hoarders and that's what happened
0: they kept it all there is a physical as as you say but there's also an energy that affects us Mm -hmm. when we bring too much stuff into our lives when we have constant we're over Uh, loaded with special gifts. And they can be all new and they can be all flashy. Mm -hmm. But when you are in excess, you are out of balance. Exactly, And that is a very, very (laughs) important principle that we all need to realize. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you can afford it. It just means (laughs) you've got the money to buy it. it. And it also signifies out of balance. That's
2: exactly right. And you touched on the same principle we were just talking about. You may can afford all the toys, and that's great. Mm I think that's wonderful. But you got to let the old toys go. We can't keep them all. Mm -hmm. So you had some interest earlier. Perhaps you've outgrown those interests, or you've um, expanded those interests, but you don't need the beginning pieces of it. Then bless someone else who's starting into that endeavor with the beginning pieces pieces. Mm-hmm. So uh, an example would be, let's say you have a ski boat, yeah, and you had the beginner two skis to start with, <laughs> yes. but now you're up to slaloming, and you you learned how to slalom on your double skis, mm-hmm. and now you think, well, I'm good enough. I'm going to go buy a fancy slalom ski, and so yes. you go to the ski shop, and you buy a fancy slalom ski, but that's all you ski on now. You're in love with it. It yes. pops you right up. You whiz along. <laughs> Do you need the double skis anymore? Probably not, because you're not using them. So bless somebody else with them, whether you sell it, garage sale it, donate it, give to a family member. I don't care
0: what you do, but you don't need both sets, is what I'm trying to say. You know, what always kicks in my mind is the value that we paid for them. People will go back to, but I paid such a good price for those skis, Mm -hmm. the two skis, that I can't turn loose of it. So how do you work with a client that has that attachment
2: we go through a series of questions with mm-hmm. them um so that that reason i paid so much for it is one of the top five reasons why people don't let things go so yeah. you touched on an important point point. Mm-hmm. and um, we go through a, a series of questions are these skis for example that we were just using are these skis still serving you well no when's the last time you used them three years ago, I know. you know, and so we go through the series of questions, and so we let the facts speak for themselves, and generally speaking, the facts take care of it, and then once once they see the um, significance or insignificance of the item, then they're usually ready to make a decision, well, you're right, it's kind of silly for me to keep these. I'll give them to my friends down the street, because they have a ski boat, and mm-hmm. they're just teaching their kids how to ski. They mm-hmm. could use them more than me. That's mm-hmm. a... A very basic example. Mm -hmm. So you can't consider the cost of what you paid for them because everything costs too much. Let's be real. (laughs) So, you know, (laughs) they're all
0: overpriced when we buy them, right? Yes, especially if we buy them new and not from an
2: estate sale or a garage sale or something. Absolutely.
0: Right. Um, I've found this particularly difficult in downsizing. When somebody realizes, and we do, we all get there as we age, we need less things. Maybe we go from a double to a single in our lives, and so we don't need 6,000 square feet, you know, like mm-hmm. we live in in Texas, mm-hmm. you know. But so there is, when you do that transition, there's a lot of that that takes place. And so one has to really be strong and almost needs a person like yourself to come in and ask those questions because they're hard you know you love all your things or you wouldn't have bought them that's right but we all get to the place in our life where we'll have to turn loose of them mm-hmm. gotta go that's
2: right gotta go and that's where Our business with our seniors, moving seniors from their current home into a retirement community comes into play. It's still organizing. And I've kind of taken the liberty of changing downsizing to a more positive term called right-sizing. It's the right amount of stuff for
0: the right Right. amount of space. (gasps) So, I like that. I'm going to adopt that.
2: Yeah, I like that better. Downsizing sounds negative, but I bought all these pretty things. They have served me well over the mm-hmm. years. I'm not ready to let go of them, yet mm-hmm. I know they won't fit in my new space. Mm-hmm. So let's take the right amount of space. And one of the favorite things I love to tell my clients, take what you love. You must really love it for it to go into your new, smaller space. Mm-hmm. Take what you love. Take what serves you spiritually, mm-hmm. emotionally financially and physically, in those four areas. That's our acid test. So if it fits in those four areas then and you love it, take yes. it.
0: Yes. That kind of reminds me of another um, technique, which is called the passion test. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, tell me about that. Well, it's where you compare two items, if okay. you're going through in your life, and you compare, uh, Do would I like this chair or this chair better? Mm-hmm. And then you go, well, really, I like this one better. So it eliminates automatically. You're comparing as you go through the process. Mm-hmm. Now, we do this with activities in the passion test, not so much furniture. But I can certainly see how you could adapt it to this process yes. to help somebody make a little clearer decisions. Well, you're right. I do like this one better.
2: And and I take it a step further. Tell me why you like it. What is it about this chair that it's better than that chair? So that we're really hammering home why you love that one piece more. So that when we get it to the new space, yes. and you don't have 100% of what you used to mm-hmm. have, mm-hmm. but it feels like home when you settle
0: in. Right. And you can be more or less committed to the decision. Mm -hmm. This is the reason I chose this one and not that one. Right, right. Yeah. And if they
2: question it on the other end, we well, remember what you told me. You like (laughs) this one because it fits your tush better or, you know, you can hunker down in it better. So I remind them what they've
0: told me. It's sort of like um, sizing down remorse. No. Yeah. What would they be (laughs) called? Well, it is
2: downsizing remorse for sure. But but when we we call it right-sizing and we reframe that thinking, I rarely have the remorse because it feels like a warm home when we move them in.
0: Yes, I had to make that transition with my mother. And it is is a, a—it's a, it's stressing for them as well as for us. It is. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of the most
2: stressful things a senior goes through.
0: Yes, and the children mm-hmm. that are helping the seniors move. Mm-hmm. I can see why you would be called in to take. That burden off of the family.
2: Yeah. It helps take. It helps make me the bad guy, but we do
0: it in such a loving and kind way. It's not bad at all. All right. We have been listening to some fabulous suggestions by Laurie, and we will be coming back. So don't leave Second Wind, because we'll be talking more with our fabulous guest, Laurie Gazette.
1: return with more of second wind with joyce buford after this short break
3: get ready for wise up radio leveraging your learning leadership and legacy with donna kimbrand the edgy evolutionary tuesdays at 1 p.m eastern here on the rockstar radio network if you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary stay ahead of your game with insights tools and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge each week join donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions help you discover game changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence and how to create your life as a living legacy where the legacy you leave is the life you live As thought leaders, you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change. For more on Donna, check out her website, GameChangerThinking.com. Then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on Wise Up Radio with Donna Kimbrand, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Get ready for smart health with your host, Dr. Glenn Mia. on the Rockstar Radio Network.
1: Welcome back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
0: Welcome, welcome. We are with Lori today, and I want to give you the telephone number again because I really want to question. This is this is meaty stuff, and it, we all go through this right sizing that Lori has uh, created the name, and we all go through clutter. There's almost every one of us that deals in some respects with our own clutter. So I want you to call in with 877 864 4869. Don't be shy. Come on, give us a question. I'm going to have to think of them if you don't. <laughs> so, Lori, when you come in and you're working with a client and you really have a lot of resistance, how do you? I can't imagine because you have such a great personality, but how do you work with them?
2: I don't. Oh! <laughs> Because, let me give you an example. I had a sweet lady over in Kilgore that called us in to help her get right size. Um, She had become handicapped, and the stuff was just overtaking her place. Mm -hmm. And um, she was getting up in age, and so she didn't have the stamina to go six or eight hours. And she also... Uh, had scheduled two days in a row which usually I'll give them an every other day or every couple of days something like that but she wanted to do two days in a row well we got there on the second day and she just did not want to make decisions everything had a reason why we had to keep it forever why it couldn't be let go when I'd go through my series of questions how long have you has it been since you used it when will you use it again you know she was just Resistant, almost mm-hmm. defiant. So finally I looked at her, I said, You know what? I think you're tired. Mm-hmm. I think we need to call it a day. And mm-hmm. I'll come back next week at our scheduled appointment and we'll try this again, but this you're not making good decisions today. And it's yes. frustrating me and yes. it's frustrating you. And so we called it a day. When uh-huh. I went back the following week, she was ready to go again. So I don't work with them. I don't I will push a little bit, but if I get continued resistance, That's it. Mm -hmm. And I set that expectation very clearly in the consultation, so it's not a surprise when Mm -hmm. I actually have to follow through.
0: So you do do a consultation with someone before actually coming to do the job?
2: Yes, ma'am, almost always. Um, Because typically people want to know some type of an estimate. I can't do it sight unseen. It's
0: just impossible. Yes. And so... The whole purpose of the consultation is to evaluate the size of the job.
2: Mm -hmm. we assess the clutter I go through a series of questions with the clients because I want to assess their readiness to clear the clutter if they're not ready I won't take them on as a Mm -hmm. client because Mm -hmm. it's too frustrating for me when I work with a client that's ready to make changes it actually energizes me I could go 10-12 hours with no problem of course I can't because the client can't handle that Mm -hmm. Um, but it energizes me I want to keep on going I want to see the finished result Mm -hmm. Um, but when I reach resistance it drains my energy Mm -hmm. really quickly and so i have to just call it stops
0: Mm -hmm. well you know in my business as a coach we call our session get acquainted session Mm -hmm. and that is really as you say to evaluate the client to Mm -hmm. know what she wants and what you can give to them. It's also so that they can see how we work. Right. You know, you don't always work well with people. And that's important that there be a union and a common um, respect for each other. So you realize you have a job to do mm-hmm. and you have a goal to get to. Right. And so it's really important in setting up the work so that the work can be accomplished Quickly. Right. We yeah. set
2: expectations very clearly. Um, we assess what the priorities are. Mm-hmm. We outline them in goal order one, two, three, four. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at that point, I'm able to give them an estimate of how much time I think it will take mm-hmm. if we need additional people or if one person's good enough for the job. And then right. from there, I can give them a, an estimate of cost, which yes. everybody wants to know. They have a right to know that. Oh,
0: yeah. But it's It's very important, I think, that that pre-call is done. Mm-hmm. And we know everybody does things like this. But the importance of it really determines the outcome of the project. Mm-hmm. But it also is really important for the person to know that this work is all about them. Right. It's not our agenda. We have the skills, but it's all about them. We want them to have the reward.
2: And that's exactly right. And that is part of the reason why we do it, is we're establishing trust yeah. between the client and mm-hmm. myself. Because mm-hmm. if they can't trust me, um, then they don't need to hire me. They need to wait.
0: Yeah. I remember the uh, the first day that we worked together, there were two of you. Yes. And you came in like the bunny that... <laughs> The Energizer yeah, bunny. The Energizer bunny. <laughs> yep. That's and, normal. And you were there. It was like a whirlwind. And I I must admit, I was exhausted that night. And mm-hmm. I think we maybe worked 3 4 hours. Right. It was in my office where we started where I have a paper problem and a book problem and a <laughs> And so it was it was exhausting because i'm making decisions and um, i was just sort of surprised but very, i'm very happy to walk into that office now because although it's not we're not totally finished with it and it, your work can be done in in stages. in stages absolutely but it's even letting go of what we did that day organizing the bookcase moving things around because i had you know i you ask questions like, how accessible does this need to be to you? Mm-hmm. How important is this to you? And how often do you work on it or work with this? Yes. And then you introduce me to a new filing system that, oh, my, I love that little filing system. It yes. makes my life easier. Good. I'm glad so, to hear that. you know, it's, I go in there and I'm, I feel better. Mm -hmm. about being in an organized space. So share your
2: feelings, because I think that would be interesting to the listeners. Before we began, when you walked into your office, how did your office make you feel?
0: (laughs) All right, I'm going to tell you how it made me feel, and maybe they'll get the message. Mm -hmm. I bet every one of you will. I was working in another part of the house. Mm -hmm. Actually, two more parts of the house. Yes, (laughs) because that office was stressing me Mm -hmm. So much that when I would walk in, see that paperwork piled high, I would turn around and move to another part of my house to work. Mm -hmm. Kitchen table, in the den. And that's a message, folks. If you've got an office that you're not using but going into an alternative part of your house, residence, then you perhaps need to call Lori or call the nearest Um, Professional organizer. Yes. Absolutely. To come come work with you. So it's very interesting. Now, one of the other businesses that you addressed was your staging business.
2: Mm -hmm. We do home staging. And again, that is organizing. It is. It's just another title for it. Yes. Another
0: certification that you have to receive to do it. (laughs) But a very natural one for people to go into Mm -hmm. if they are an organizer yeah and if they love decorating too it's a, a a great fit right so what is the importance of staging a house
2: um staging is when you're getting ready two two different reasons actually one is if you're getting ready to put your house on the market it is like merchandising your home getting it ready to sell so that the buyer will fall in love with it faster so um i like to use the analogy to, and ladies, listen—they'll understand this easy. Do you like to go shop at a place like Dillard's or Nordstrom's, or do you prefer the look of Ross or TJ Maxx? Big difference in merchandising. Yes. So, um, so you don't want your buyer to have to dig through all of the sale items. If you mm-hmm. please, you want them to walk in and see instantaneous um, uh, order. You know, minimal decor, minimal furnishings, so that they can imagine themselves living in that home. So, um, at one time, we sold, we uh, rented furniture to put in the homes. We're not doing that anymore. So, mm-hmm. we are focusing on owner occupied homes. Those homes, like, I want you to think about when you go look at homes, when you walk in the door, the first 15 seconds is when you decide if you even want to see the rest of the house based on what happened as soon as you opened the door. Mm -hmm. So um, I know when Mark and I moved to Tyler, it was just crazy. The homes we saw, they were so cluttered. You couldn't see the space of the house, the footprint or the blueprint of the home for all yeah. the clutter. Yes. So um, I like to go in and help people remove all the clutter. It's just pre-packing, mm-hmm. organizing and decorating it so it looks more like a show home. So it's merchandising their home.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that goes whether it's junky-looking or whether it's over-collected, uh, let's say, with rare, beautiful things. Mm-hmm. There is a balance. It's not the value of the article that it, that... that that disturbs the exactly. the viewing, it's that the stuff is too much. Right. But, you know, I've been into
2: beautiful homes in uh, local high-end neighborhoods here in Tyler. Yes. Gorgeous homes that have been over-decorated. Yes. There's just so much. They're beautiful to mm-hmm. live in, but mm-hmm. they won't sell like that. There's too right. much stuff. Right. So the other type of home staging we do is home staging to live in your day-to-day life. So when you just are at that point where it's, again, organizing, but you have so much stuff in your home, you have to pull some of it out so that you can breathe again, so that you can enjoy your home again.
0: Yes. Uh, There are always those things that we like to hang on to, that that we really love. And those are the things that no matter what designers are saying is in the in look, I think you should always claim your look and keep it yeah. and not be influenced by what's the fashion of the day. Exactly. Um, it's the same way with clothes, of course. We can all wear those short skirts with tights and other mm-hmm. things. You know, I look terrible in tights. <laughs> I just <laughs> hate I those do too. I can't stand them. <laughs> so we have to be aware that we we are so special and we each have our own radiance, but when we try and slide off into someone else's radiance, it does not work. No. It takes it, it works against us. And again it drains your energy. It does. You know, if you don't walk out and you don't look absolutely fantastic because you're in your own essence, Mm -hmm. then it doesn't work. That's right. And you feel stressed. That's right. So we are having a fabulous visit with Lori. I like her energy, and you would like her energy working with her. So I will be thinking of more questions. I want to question y'all. This is my goal today. So if um, you have a question calling back in a minute
1: we We return with more of second wind with joyce buford
3: after this short break do you feel like when you watch a cooking show or read a food magazine that the recipes are not practical for a busy family do you wish you could have a conversation with someone about the best way to get dinner on the table fast after a long day at work Are you tired of cooking dinner only to have your family turn up their nose at all of your hard work? Do you want to hear more about healthy living and finding more time to find your passion in life? Well, pull up a chair and visit with Heather Tallman, host of Around the Kitchen Sink. Fridays at 2 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome
1: back to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program focused for and about women. This is a show about how to attain your dreams. Now to help you create the life you want to live to its fullest, here is coach and author of Celebrating 365 Days of Gratitude, Joyce Buford.
0: Welcome back. We are visiting with Lori Gazette, professional home. Say it again. Certified professional organizer. Oh, I love that. If I could remember it, it would be great. But having experienced your work as an organizer, I can see and I feel so much better in that office than I used to. I actually was working in there this morning, Lori. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I can see where you would start in run room people that have you know, I feel so good that I want the rest of my house to feel that good. Mm-hmm. I have spots that I adore to sit in. Mm-hmm. I love sitting in there because they're they're right. But there are places in my house still that need work. And one of the very most of us would would go toward the garage. That always needs work because it turns into the storage place for the things we don't know what to do with. That's exactly right. It's the last step before you push them off into rented space, right? Yes. (laughs) You are so stepping on my toes. (laughs) (laughs) And it goes from floor to ceiling. Usually, I mean, I looked at mine this morning and I went, I need Lori. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, but some of the basics and important places that we do need to start always are in our own medicine cabinets.
2: Mm -hmm. Isn't that true? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Usually when I'm working with a client, I find out what the most stressful area for them is. And in Mm -hmm. your example, it was your office and Mm -hmm. we start there. So if we can bring peace and calm and sereneness to that space, Mm -hmm. it'll help overflow into the other spaces. You'll be surprised as we continue in your office, for example, the burdens that are going to lift off your shoulders. You're going to feel lighter, airier, Mm -hmm. more energy. You're going to regain some of your energy back. And the principles that I teach while we're organizing, you'll think, well, I'm just going to do this drawer while I'm cooking dinner. this I can do this. She showed me how, and you'll right. be amazed at how much faster same in your in your medicine cabinet. absolutely all right. medications need to be called out
0: right because breaking a job down is so important in getting it done mm-hmm. when we try to go in and look at a full room that needs major work it's overwhelming absolutely and
2: and it overwhelms us, and it's one of the main reasons why we procrastinate on it, because I can't devote an entire day to getting this
0: done. And the message that I want us to realize that we are sending ourselves when we go into an environment that's stressing, that's uncomfortable, we are also sending a very subtle message that we've gotten pretty used to living with, Mm -hmm. I'm a failure. I'm a failure in this room Mm -hmm. because look at that. My mom always told me I was messy. And it goes back so deep into who we are that it sends us messages that keeps us stuck Mm -hmm. in that old pattern. We're not. We just need a new habit.
2: Mm -hmm. I can't. I'm a failure. Right. And so what I want to encourage the listeners to do is tackle one thing. Mm -hmm. Take that task and break it down into small steps. We didn't go in your office and tackle the entire office in one day. No. We tackled one drawer.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And there was so much in that one drawer. I hope you don't mind if I share this. But no, we didn't okay. even get the entire drawer done. We no. only got half the drawer done.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So break it down into small, doable tasks so that you can experience success. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when I was in the financial industry. We, when people did not do any financial savings, we asked them to start small, $10 a month. Yes. $20. What does your budget allow? Start small so you can experience success. Pay off your smallest bill first so you can feel what that feels like to let it go. So if you're organizing, you have a big project, maybe all your drawers and your cabinets in your kitchen are a mess, start small, one drawer or one shelf at a time, and you'll be amazed at how much you can get done. Yeah. A lot of people have the thought process that um, professional organizers are perfectionists and that being organized means perfection. But that is a myth. It is not perfection. We can never obtain perfection. Not this side of heaven, anyway. (laughs) So so let go of the perfection myth. Let go of the myth that you have to do it all in one day because you do not break Mm -hmm. it down into small tasks Mm -hmm. and let good enough be good enough.
0: Yeah. Also, you're realizing that because we are not perfect, we're going to organize that room. It's going to look beautiful. And it may have a tendency to start collecting again. But once we realize, stop, go into get rid of mode, mm-hmm. and start practicing the new habit that that can occur when you do the cleanup work. That's exactly right. Well yeah. said. Yeah. So I, as a beginning assignment... I want to encourage everybody to look at their space and decide, is it your office space? Is it your garage space? What is the space that needs to be worked on? And make a list of 25. Now, 25, you're going, oh, my gosh, 25? I never do 25. Yeah, me? But, yes, the number is big, but that's only to... Keep you aware of all the different areas that perhaps you need to work on. And you may not fill up the 25 list. But from that list, I want you to pick four to address. And it could, but you could also pick one. That would be a great start. We're not looking for a major redo in one afternoon. Mm -mm. We're asking you to pick one. Take a small amount of time, can be an hour or Once less. a week or less, and then attack it or just start throwing out and readdressing the space. You should at least do one incomplete area every three months as oh a promise to yourself that you can address this. Some people like to do this in a weekend. You know, get the family together, we'll do this. Or I would recommend getting a friend to help you do something like cleaning up the garage. Two are always better than one. Yes. For the camaraderie, it it gets hot. Exactly, (laughs)
2: especially down here in the South.
0: Yeah. So if it irritates you, it's probably needing a little attention to mm-hmm. get rid of. And there's always the fabulous option if you don't want to call a friend, call Lori. That's right. And she will come help you with this major uh, project, project. That's right. But we don't want to make it major. No. no.
2: Make it, it doesn't fun. have to be major. That's right. It doesn't right. have to be major anymore. And it can be fun. Yes, it can. I would like to encourage our listeners, too, in the East Texas area, Mm -hmm. I have partnered, or Goodwill has partnered with me, I should say, and we're doing a contest that actually started yesterday. Mm -hmm. It runs from the 15th through the 30th, and um, if you will take things by Goodwill, you'll get a voucher for a credit to be used in the store, but they're trying to build up all of their resources, so clothing, things to sell in the store, so um, you can check out my website, www.creativeorderdesign.com, or the Goodwill website um, for more information. We're also doing a room makeover. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. We're doing a clothing closet. Re- oh my word.: That's fabulous.: So go on the Goodwill site or on my site, find out the details. You have to write an essay and send in a picture. just a mm-hmm. short essay, not a dissertation by any, any means. How many words in an essay?: 250 yeah. words or less.: OK, Or less.: mm-hmm. It has to be a minimum of 100, though, okay. so that we can get an idea of what the, what the closet is about. Right. Um, and they could win a closet makeover. So it's all possible. So check out the details and send us your pictures and essay, and I'll come in. It's all donated. doesn't cost them
0: anything. We can have their closet remade. Oh, my word. What mm-hmm. a valuable thing that would be to win. That would be a very lucky person.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's going to be a fun you. project.
2: Yeah, it will be. So we'll travel anywhere in the East Texas area, to East Texas listening area.
0: Yeah. And it's. All, I like that it's also benefiting United Good Way. Enough. Goodwill. Goodwill. Yeah, goodwill. Because at any time you're helping... In a project like that, that's great. So you get two, two pluses for your work there. Mm-hmm. And even
2: if you don't win the closet, the closet makeover, just because you are redoing your closet, you'll receive a benefit from it. Right. So, um, if you want to receive daily tips, go on Goodwill or my website, sign up for them, and you can receive a daily tip and weekly blogs on how to accomplish the te- the, the project step by step,
0: little by little. Wonderful. Well, so what 's planned for you other than this major project you're primarily is most of your market working on organizing um most
2: of it, yes, organizing or moving seniors, relocating seniors yeah. and does That's that the include
0: piece. the moving part of it or is that strictly? Helping them go through the process of it's of downsizing. Every single
2: of- thing. Right-sizing all the way to packing it, moving it, unpacking it, and setting up their new home. And we do it in three days or less.
0: Oh, that's right. You do do the moving part, mm-hmm. don't you? We
2: subcontract that piece out. Oh, to, you do? Yeah, to okay. men with big muscles. So we don't do the physical move. We let them do that, but we do everything But you do else. the unpacking part. Mm-hmm. And, of course, with unpacking, because we're all organizers, we've got to put it all in its right place.
0: Right. Yes, and we
2: work with the client on where is that right place. So I can go in and organize your kitchen for you, but if you're not part of the process, I think differently than you think. Yes, it needs to be the way the client. It's got to be customized so the way the client thinks and processes. Right. Very important. So if you hire an organizer somewhere else, make sure you work with them because we're responsible
0: for transferring our skill sets to you. Right. It's always about the client. Anytime you work. With a guest, anytime you work with a client, it's all about you, or you don't have a good coach, manager, whatever organizer. Remember, you are the one that's driving the boat, Mm -hmm. and we want you to be happy so that your life can be full of joy. Absolutely. You know, joy from stress. And so it is always a pleasure to talk with Lori. Thank she brings wonderful ideas. I endorse her work. Uh she's been fabulous working with me. And our job is not over. So we will be we do ours in stages, don't we? Absolutely. Yeah. About four hours at a time. And it works for both of us. Yes. That's That's about my limit, folks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And that's okay. That's perfect. (laughs) So if you are needing some organization in your life to get rid of some of the stresses that you're experiencing and then ultimately get down to the reason for it, call me. Joyce Buford, Second Wind. It's great to be with you today.
1: Thank you for joining us on today's edition of Second Wind. Join us again next week at this same time as Joyce and her guests share strategies of growth and renewal. You'll learn how to attain goals and dreams and create the life you want to live to its fullest.